0: To another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. How are you all today? How are you in the part of the world that you're abiding in at the moment? I know it's all a bit sort of, you know, chaotic, it seems at times. But in actual fact, everything is going according to the divine plan, as I call it, because I really do believe that. Every single thing that we do is not a coincidence. We are we, where we are meant to be at any given time. And also with the people that we meet and that we speak to and that we share our time with is definitely those people that we are meant to meet along the way. And sometimes, I know it's difficult, I speak also from experience, that some of the people that come into our lives are more like lessons than blessings. But actually, in fact, when the circle goes around and is infinite, there are lessons and there are infinite blessings in every person we meet and actually in every experience that comes into our life. Whether we can see that with these human eyes or not and that's something that's really interesting which is that there are so many more worlds out there than we could ever imagine we ourselves are many universes that we have yet to discover so there are so many universes and worlds out there for us to discover and be part of and this huge awakening and lifting of spirits that's going on now is preparing us for that which we have promised to do long before eternity. So I have the absolutely delightful pleasure to welcome my guest today, who is Adrian Greatbear. Now, Adrian is a shamanic practitioner, a healer, and a teacher. And I have to say, I'm so excited about having him on today. And, you know, I say this about my guests, but especially today because he is someone who is actually part of all of these different universes and is actually awake to that. Now, at a very young age, Adrian experienced encounters with the spirit world At the age of 16, he suffered from what the shamans call shamanic sickness. Unable to understand what was happening to him at the age of 25, Adrian eventually sought out the help of a shaman. He met his first teacher and began his journey into the world of spirit. Adrian wished to expand his knowledge furthermore and at the age of 30, he trained under his second teacher, who taught him the ancient knowledge, which is secret, I think, to a lot of people. People don't realize this, but this this sort of knowledge is quite a hidden thing. And that is of the Siberian shamans. He feels passionate about the ancient shamanic practices, philosophies, and their ability to heal individually, and collectively, which is something that we all need right now. Adrian's vision is to help bring the ancient knowledge of the shamans to the Western world, in fact, and to our minds and our souls in a way that is easy to understand, to inspire others and help individuals come back into harmony and balance within themselves. Today, he shares, his fascinating journey. Welcome, dear Adrian.
1: Hello. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction.
2: Hello. <laughs> How are <laughs> Hello.
1: you? I'm very, very good, thank you. I'm very well, and I'm blessed to, um, to be here talking to you. I'm really grateful and thankful for that.
0: Oh, thank um, you. And it's a blessing to have you here. Thank you. Now, your story is so intricate and and i know that every single person you know has a story to tell and that's what the beauty and magic of life is but there are some stories equally that are more fascinating in some ways than others and yours is one of them adrian now tell us let's start from the beginning tell us a little bit about what do you actually do and how it all started?
1: Okay, so uh, um, I call myself a shaman and what a shaman is in simple terms is a healer and our job is to help people um, that are sick and to help raise their vibration. So if we go back... Back into you know thousands of years ago, before we had modern doctors and um, modern medicine, mm. we had the shaman. And the shaman was pretty much the doctor of the tribe. And he looks at everything as um, spiritual in nature. So if you come to me and you're sick, we, we deal with the spiritual problem first. Um, and, 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 and heal you in that way. And there's, di- there's different shamans, there's some shamans that work mainly with plants and herbs, and some shamans that work with trance. And but ultimately, uh, a shaman is a healer, someone who wants to help heal the sick and, and raise that person's vibration. Um, so that's the simplest way of putting it. Now, a shaman does also, uh, other abilities such as um, prophecy being able to pro- prophesize um, and kind of seeing the bigger picture of what's going on uh, not only with the individual but as a collective so mm-hmm. a shaman is extremely connected with nature and the world and can, can see where we're heading, where we're going and and yeah, so forth.
0: Now, your journey started, was it at the age of 16 or was it prior well, to
1: that? So for me, um, first of all, I, I, I was brought up and my mum was very psychic and um, she would often tell me and my sister dreams that she had and these dreams would come true. You know, she'd come back the same day and say, I can't believe it come true. And she's a very, very spiritual woman. And um, my uncle was also a Reiki master. I didn't know my uncle uh, much, but he, he was a Reiki master. Um, my great aunt used to do séances. <laughs> oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I only found this out three years ago about my great aunt and and my great nan was a tarot card reader. So it, it was definitely in the blood. Um, yeah. I don't really know my roots' roots. Uh, I know I've got Irish in me, um, but because of my granddad um, – He was adopted, so we don't really know who his dad was, his real dad. So I don't really know where my roots go, you know, back. Um, But it's that spiritual side, that mystical side, that, you know, connection with the spirit world is in my family. Now, as a kid, I would have terrifying visions, absolutely terrifying visions of um, what can only be described as sort of spirits. Um, I... Yeah, it was. I'd have experiences like um, waking up and and feeling like I'd been out of my body, like I'd been somewhere else mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. entirely. Um, and I, I can even remember now, like what this place looked like. Um, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is because later on, when I started the shamanic path, I then revisited those places. Um, mm-hmm. I remember feeling like inanimate objects weren't inanimate. They were animate, they were alive, they were conscious. Um, so I was definitely different, to say the least, as a kid, um, mm. as a little boy. Um, but I would often have, you know, very, very vivid dreams and, and not be able to let go of those dreams either. Um, so the next day it would be, you know, really on my mind and I knew there was information there and I'd always be trying to get this information out of the dream that I just had or I couldn't just leave it you know most people are like okay it's just a dream but for me I knew there was more to it I knew there was there was something going on like you know as we know now we know that dreams are symbols and those symbols are actually trying to teach us it's our unconscious Mm -hmm. communicating with our conscious Um, so I kind of naturally Yeah, I suppose, you know, I I naturally was connected to to something that most people wasn't. Um, And at the age of 16 is when I I really suffered from the shamanic sickness. Now, the shamanic sickness is no joke. Um, It comes in three ways. You've got the path of ordeals, which is where the person experiences near-death experiences, like constantly. Mm -hmm. You've got the... uh, Path of madness, which is where the person basically suffers from like a, a psychotic break, a, a meltdown, a breakdown. The West would call it like, you know, type of psychosis, a breakdown, a mental breakdown.
0: Like a
1: nervous um,
2: breakdown. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm. And you've got the path of illness, which is where the person is um, got like a serious life threatening illness. So where they're mm. constantly ill. So you've got the path of deals, which is near-death experiences, path okay. of madness, which is where the person basically, um, you know, feels like they're going crazy, and the um, path of illness, where the person is constantly ill, and and these are seen as hallmarks of the shamanic sickness. Now, obviously, in the West, um, we don't have much information on on the shaman and and. and, and and the, uh, the philosophies. So um, for me, what I really needed um, at 16 was, was a shaman. I, I needed someone to be like, okay, I know what's going on with this person. Um, and basically what happened to me is I had this dream, and it was a very, very vivid dream, and the shamans say that you will be initiated into the spirit world and it's usually not a nice experience okay Mm -hmm. so for me i had this dream and it was of this uh, it was this beautiful woman she was all in white she had long red hair and i was in the dark and she pointed to her her wrist to say it's time and i went up i was like on like a cart and i went up 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 i stepped through an invisible veil like there was nothing there, but I felt like I'd stepped through something, and then I basically experienced yeah. death um, in, in the dream. And I woke up, and I was sweating, and I was, and I, I, I was terrified, absolutely terrified, um, because I felt like I had died. And then from that point, um, everything basically went downhill for me. Now, what this is is it's, um, it's almost like a descent into the underworld. Yeah, so. Hmm. The the shamans, we talk about three different worlds, or well, four different worlds, but one of these worlds is the underworld, and this is where all the suffering is. This is where depression comes from. This is from where sickness comes from. Um, this is, you know, all those horrible, horrible spirits. And when, and when I talk about spirits, you've got to remember we are talking about the non-physical. So I'm talking about emotions and feelings. Um, I just want to make that clear because... I'm not talking about ghostly apparitions. I'm talking about um, that which is non-physical. And um, what a lot of people don't understand is that when shamans talk about the spirits, it was a way to talk about your emotions and your feelings. So, for instance, if someone came into the tribe and they was angry, the shaman would say, "Okay, he's got bad spirits in him." Yeah, and what yeah. he's really saying is he's saying that person is carrying negative emotion. Yeah, and we need yeah. to we need to expedite that. We need to get that out because that's going to spread.
2: But so there are there such things, things, aren't there,
0: um, as negative spirits and positive spirits of
1: not just emotions. Well, as in um, as in apparitions, mm. as in like. I mean, as far as I can tell, with the shamanic knowledge. Um, There's, what happens is when you have negative emotions, negative feelings,
2: Mm.
1: it it creates an image in the dream body. Now, the dream body is another name for your, for visualization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is why people would come to me and say, I'm in a dark place, even though it's sunny outside. I'm in a dark, dark place. I feel trapped even though they're not trapped in the physical world they're not trapped but in the visualization in the dream body shaman's call the visualization dream body um they're getting these images come up in their mind and they're describing a place yeah so every uh, uh emotion and feeling has a reflection in the dream body are you following That's me? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> like, I understand.
1: Yeah, it has a reflection in the dream body. Now, yeah. the dream body is is taken as serious. It's taken as 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 real as as this physical reality. It's not seen as um, just sort of imagination. It's taken like seriously, and that dream body, um, whether or not it exists independently on its own, is a is a question to be asked really because. You know, if you've ever done uh, visionary uh, plants or something like that, it seems like that place does actually exist independently of the physical world. Um, shamans believe that this is a dream. So you have the physical world is the hard dream and your, your uh, visualization as the dream body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happens in the dream body eventually manifests into the hard dream. Um and so your visualization is actually a tool. It's a tool to be able to, to manifest and create things and heal yourself as well, essentially. Heal yourself. Um mm. now I've had people um come to me and, and say, you know, they feel like there's a negative spirit around them, they feel like there's darkness around them. There's um and obviously these are these are reflections, these, these these images are reflections of the feelings that they're having um, and the idea really is that we're kind of just a vessel and actually that the, the feelings and the emotions, the spirits, they kind of animate us. So we're kind of like a mask And and these spirits, these emotions and feelings, they're the things that animate us but actually they are Kind of in, in in a way, they are these energetic beings. If that makes sense,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: So, like the spirit of love, you know. Um, so you can you can choose to call call that in. Um, you know, you can call in the spirit of love. You can close your eyes and you can call in the spirit of love, and you'll get an image come come, come into the dream body that represents the spirit of love, and then you can work with that.
2: But whether I mean, or not, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not
1: confident enough to say that um, spirits, you know, like ghostly apparitions, mm. um, are, um, are, are around us. I'm not confident enough to say that. I keep an open mind. Yeah. Um, but I'm not confident enough to say that. I mean, we we are told that. You know, you can you can become a lost soul. Um, that is to say, like you, when you die and you haven't uh, gone through the proper process of, of death, and there is a process. You know, you 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 uh, forgive everyone. You, um, you you die with gratitude in your heart, and then there's a moment where you have to die really consciously, otherwise you can get trapped and you can become a lost soul. Now, I oh. have had. Um I have had strange experiences. Um, so, yeah, perhaps lost souls. But I think whether or not there's actually negative spirits, um, as in like deceased people, like lurking around, I- I'm not too sure if I'm, I-, I don't know where I sit with that at the moment. Mm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think also it depends on what one person has experienced. their life so if I've experienced one thing and I've sat with elves and things and I can then you know reassure people there's definitely elves that exist let's take it to the extreme of people's imagination or unicorns and things like that um but someone who has never experienced that may not believe it but that doesn't mean it's not real but I do I don't I, I mean I 1,000% 1,000% believe we're not the only creation that exists. And there's, you know, not only sort of the animal and the plant kingdoms. I think there's other parallel worlds and beings, I suppose, that yeah, live I, I in agree. different uh, worlds. And um, hence all the fairy tales and all the tales and of the ancients. And, you know, because they are very real.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, but from a shamanic perspective, the, mm. the what goes on in, 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 the, in, in the imagination isn't seen as not real. It's seen as real, like it's treated as, as real. So in like certain tribes, mm. it wouldn't be far off to say if someone said, oh, I rode on a dragon today, and they said, oh, wow, amazing, you know, yeah. <laughs> even if it just happened in the dream body. So mm. there wasn't like this this separation like there is with us, like sort of like, okay, if you can't see it in the here and now, touch it, taste it, smell it, 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 it mm. doesn't exist, right? Whereas we know that mm. when we close our eyes and we use the dream body, we can touch, taste, and smell anything, mm. yeah? You can, you yeah, can close yeah. your eyes, you can visualize a rose, and you can visualize the way it feels, and you can smell it, and then you can change the object. You can take an apple in your mind's eye. Um, and it's you true. can buy into it and you can see it right so mm-hmm. where is that, you know and, and you can feel and this is also the secret to healing yourself this isn't just make believe it's a tool that you can actually heal your and the shamans knew this the shamans understood that actually I can using the dream body the, the visualization you can heal yourself you can literally heal yourself. You can you can go from feeling like depressed to to flying to, to feeling amazing. You know,
2: that's
0: um, something that's very interesting, and um, I think that's something that has fascinated mankind is this process of healing because you. That's also something that you do, isn't it,
1: Adrian? Yes. Yeah.
0: Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So so basically, what happened to me is, is I ended up really unwell I ended up you know sick and depressed and you know feeling suicidal and basically I was in what the shamans would call the underworld um and you know is this I part of the, sickness? of the shamanic
0: sorry is this part of the shamanic sickness. did you is the shamanic um, sickness that you spoke about which were three types am I correct There's three, There's three types, types. yeah yeah. Do does, do people that and go it, through this calling have to have all three? But it could be any of those no,
1: three. No, no, you could have any of those three, um, or, or you might not even have it. You know, I know shamans that didn't go through that, but it's it might it's a blessing and it's a curse. It's a blessing because when you heal people, you can truly empathize with them because you've been there. Yeah. And this is, yeah. you know, you've been there and, and you've, you've healed yourself. So you're the wounded healer. Right. So yeah. if someone comes to me and says, I'm feeling suicidal, I can say, I i, I know what that feels like. You know, I, mm. I've been there. I, I so I know that place that they're in. So I can really connect with them, you know, like really, really connect with them on a deep, deep level. Um, obviously if you compare that to kind of therapy that you have, in the, in the in you know in, in the cycle West, and you've got someone sitting there with a clipboard, and they're just sort of they've got you know they're looking at you and they're saying, "Oh, this is what's wrong with you. You need to take these pharmaceutical drugs." Um, very, very different. Very, very different. You know, if someone if someone comes in, I mean, the way the healing is done is it, it's very symbolic, um, and it's it's so beautiful. It's it's amazing. I take everyone out in nature because nature is the best decoration and nature heals, is it, it, healing in itself. You know, when you go for a walk in nature, you've got aromatherapy, yeah. therapy, colour therapy, uh, sound therapy, you know, and, and, and nature naturally raises your vibration. Um, so, and the healing that we do is, is very symbolic um, as shamans. And the reason for that is, is because, the unconscious mind, if you want to talk in Western terms, the unconscious mind understands symbols. Mm,
2: mm.
1: Yeah, so it understands symbols. It, it, it community. It's like you're you're able to access the unconscious uh, through a symbolic way. So stuff like working with the fire. You know, the the fire is a, a universal um, element, and and when you sit in front of the fire it pretty much had the same effect uh, on everybody, you know, you sort of become entranced by it and really start yeah. to connect with it and feel it, you know, working with you. And and so it has this kind of universal um, appeal to, to, to anyone. And that's why I think a lot of people, they find the like healing amazing because they're just like, wow, wow. Because it's it's connecting with with you on such a deep deep level. It's kind of mm. it's ingrained in you. you know, even the sound of the drum and the rattle, you know, it's like it resonates with you, and, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I can feel this. I feel like I felt this before, you know. And so, yeah, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, so basically, sorry, basically, the, my job is to basically um take take people out of the underworld and bring them back into the present. Uh, the underworld is also the, the world of the past, yeah. And when we're depressed, um, and 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 we're in a really bad way, usually nine times out of ten, it's because we are we are lost in the past, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the part with the past has got hold of us, and this can happen from trauma. If you've had a traumatic experience, um, that t- that takes a part of you. Because you're then, rather than, um, you know, you have experiences every day and it's, if, if everything's good, you don't cling on to them. But when something's traumatic, it almost takes a part of you, it takes a part of your attention away. Um, mm. So any, anything traumatic can cause our, our soul, so to speak, to be um, lost in the past. So, so the underworld is kind of, we talk about the underworld as being very highly connected to the past. And then you have uh, the middle world, which is the present, um, and that's where everything's okay. Everything's okay here in the middle world. Yeah, there's, there's love, there's happiness, there's safety, there's harmony, and we connect We connect that with Mother Earth, and that's the present. And and as you know for you, yourself, you know, there's nothing ever wrong in the present. If you're fully present, everything's
2: okay. You know, that's mm. why we do meditation, right? Mm-hmm.
0: But there's something that, um, there's lots of things I want to ask you. I've got to start somewhere. Now, firstly, I want to ask you is, Adrian, why, I say shamanism, shamanism, whatever you want to call it, why was that the path that you chose? Or was it that was the path that chose you?
1: I feel like that was the path that chose me hundred percent. It was a deep, deep call. And uh, I'll tell you how it happened. I I saw, um, there was a documentary on TV and I was 25 years old and I'd been suffering all this time. And I was basically sitting in the underworld, what you call the underworld. And, um, I saw this documentary about the Amazonian shamans and they started to talk about how everything has a spirit and something just, my heart just said, I know there's truth in that. I feel that. I feel that to be true. I feel that. And and so I said to my girlfriend at the time, I'm going to have to go to the Amazon jungle. I'm going to have to go. And she's thinking I'm crazy because she's a, she was a teacher. So she's very logical minded. She's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to have to go. I've got to go. There's something that's telling me that this is—I'm being called to this. I need to go to the Amazon. This—this yeah, this word, Sean, and the, you know, I, there's something about it. And um, turned out that I didn't even have to go to the Amazon jungle. And this is when we talk about the universe coming to your assistance because um, I was getting a sports massage at the time. I was uh, training mm. at a gym called Fitness first and uh, I was getting a sports massage and the show uh, her name was, she said, oh, I went to see a, uh, this was is, this is within a week of, of knowing that I needed to get to the jungle. She said, oh, I saw a shaman the other day. My eyes lit up and I went... As you do. <laughs> yeah. She went, yeah, I saw a shaman. I said, what? And I hadn't told her anything. You know, I hadn't told her that, you know, I, I felt this calling to her. She went, yeah, yeah, he's local. And I was like, oh my God, can I have his number? She went, yeah, of course. And that was it. And, and I rang him up and I went down to see him and he had um, trained under a lady called Sky and she had trained under a guy called Don Man- Manoa in, in the Amazon rainforest. So, so it was all there, you know, and um, yeah, and I began training with him and, and as soon as I picked up that rattle, I knew I was home. I knew I was home. I was like, this is, this is it. I've arrived. This is, it was almost like retrieving just retrieving my tools back I know it sounds really strange but I'd never and that night I I went home with my rattle and um, my teacher he didn't tell me anything he just gave me a rattle and I went home and I sat down and I I just closed my eyes I just began rattling and as I began rattling I felt this energy begin to build up and even now I'm smiling because it's a so I start to feel this energy and it's ecstatic. I mean, it is it is like a feeling of ecstasy rising up from within you. And before I know it, I'm rattling like a madman. My, my rattle and it's almost like it's got a mind of its own. Like it it feels like it's no longer me holding the rattle, and it oh. is just doing its own thing. It's just it's just. Moving all around my body, and I so basically what I did is I went into trance. Um, I went into a deep, deep trance and experienced uh, ecstasy because that's another part of shamanism um, is to experience ecstasy without drugs, naturally. And, um, and I remember I. I, I dropped the rattle. I text my dad. I said, "Dad, I've just had this amazing experience with the rattle." They <laughs> probably thought, "What the hell was it on about?" I was like, "It was amazing." this and I, I just basically, I, I experienced pure ecstasy. I, 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 yeah, just from rattling. And so, I, I knew I was like, "Wow, okay, yeah, this is powerful stuff. This is really, really powerful stuff," because we we forget that actually that is an experience that we are entitled to, to experience ecstasy naturally. Our bodies have the ability to experience ecstasy, you know, and if you haven't felt ecstasy in a long time, it's, it's, you know, it's incredible. You forget that you can feel that good. And that was just through using a rattle. And actually, Talking about the rattle, mm. um, so they say rattle will war- r- the rattle warns off evil spirits, and babies today have rattles, and actually, it comes from ancient shamanic cultures, and that is why we still give t- today we still give babies rattles, yeah, because it, it comforts that's
2: interesting, you. Yeah. yeah,
1: it comforts you, it gets rid mm. of negative feelings, it gets rid of negative yeah and, and you rattle yeah. and it, it's comforting and it gets rid of negative feelings within your body spirits it gets mm-hmm. rid of them
2: because
0: sound has a as we were saying earlier you and i before we came on sound and music has a great power to yes. transform you know yeah, us yeah. as individuals and us collectively
1: yeah, so it's, I mean, if you think in terms of our uh, spider's vibration and frequency, mm. even feelings have, and emotions have a certain frequency. Yeah. Um, and so s- certain sounds s- will will clear that. It's almost like it clears it out of you, out of your body. Um,
2: and yeah. Very true. And, and, you do and,
0: vibrational um, medicine. Adrian, do you use so do. do you do like sound forks and things like that
1: i haven't i've seen them um i've seen someone use them i use i've got a rattle a drum i've got um sort of uh, dancing bells that mm-hmm. go around my, around my ankles now this is if i'm if, this is if i want to enter deep deep trance and what the so earlier i spoke about how we, we have this this dream body and then we have yeah. the physical. So in other words, um, you know, when you're driving, you can be driving and you can drive an hour and go, where was I? I don't even remember getting here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of people from? have like, that, yeah. Right. Well, that's because you're going into the dream body. Yeah. You're 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 detaching from the physical world and, and you are kind of so you're in that dream body. Yeah. And I mean, you might be thinking of the past is the past is also in the dream body as well. The future is in the dream body. Um, and so you go off. Right. And, and we seek trance when we're having too much physical stress. And this is why people go home and they put TV on and they enter a trance state. Mm-hmm. And something could happen around them, and they wouldn't even be aware of it because they're so zoned out that they're they're unaware. So, trance is a very natural thing. Like we naturally seek trance, um, especially if we're suffering from a lot of stress. Um, and alcohol is, is another. You know, it's kind of what people say. Oh, you're trying to escape, and well, they're right because you're trying to sort of go off into the dream body a little bit and and detach from the physical world. Mm. Um, so these are obviously, uh, there's, there's healthy ways of trance and there's unhealthy ways of trance. And so sort of the unhealthy way is through drugs, you know, through uh, alcohol, cigarettes, watching too much TV. And the reason it's unhealthy is because it takes something from you. So it's, it, it, it ends up being negative in a sense. Hence, if you go out and you have loads of drinks, the next day you have to pay back. You've got a hangover. Yeah, and we say that's that's almost like Ehrlich, the big spirit early, of the underworld, sort of, you have to pay me back. I'll give you this, but you've got to pay me back. So it's oh, like, that's an
0: interesting way to look at it,
1: actually. Yeah, so it's like a, yeah. you, you build up a debt, you know? It's like, okay, I'll give you this, but I'm going to want something back in return. Um, or, back. You know, yeah, and it could be just, you know, uh, watching too much TV and, and not being productive. Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you can do that, but you know, you, you're going to pay for it in the end and eventually you do, right?
0: So yeah, I mean, I have like to that. say um, it is an interesting way to look at it and it holds much sense, Adrian, what you're saying because at the end of the day, every action that we do has some form of payback, whether yes. good or bad. Yeah. So That's a tricky one. <laughs> It's tricky, isn't it? Because then you have to be consistently. I think this is like all these people, isn't it? They have to be in consistent balance and equilibrium. Because if you tilt one way too much, it affects us. If we tilt another way too much. So I think it's about gaining a balance.
1: Yeah, an awareness. And, Mm. and, and, And ultimately what you're looking for is you're looking for harmony and and all, all yeah harmony is just tweaking things that are negative to positive so if you've got somebody you need to call a friend that you haven't spoke to for a while you know like you, you think mm-hmm. okay and it's on the back of your mind and you think i really need to call that person i really and all you've got to do is just tweak it and you know, just give them a call and then you, you you're coming back into harmony again and, or food or whatever it is different um mm-hmm. Relationships, food—it's just tweaking it so that it back into harmony, so that a little bit of negative you turn it into a positive, um, and slowly but surely, that uh, yeah, that starts to just change your world. So the um, so going back to trance, so, so we seek trance, we always seek trance, like we do that naturally, and um, there is a way to, to enter trance. Um, it takes a little bit of energy because anything worthwhile takes energy right? Anything worthwhile takes effort. You know, when we, when we drink, we're, we're going back to the alcohol. When we drink alcohol, you know, it's effortless. So we're receiving joy. Um, we don't have to put much energy into getting it. But anything worthwhile, you have to put some energy into it. So um, by putting energy into the trance, uh, you can experience this connection with the the spirit of ecstasy, which is one of the highest uh, spirits of, our, of vibrations or whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's why you would see lots of tribal people um, dancing around the fire, you know, like maniacs. They dance for hours. And actually what they're doing is uh, they're looking to connect with that spirit of ecstasy. And if you put enough energy into it, you can. Um, and you can get that through, through drumming, through rattling and and, yeah, just different things. But most people don't realize that, yeah, that is a that is something that you can experience and you can actually consciously connect with. So breath work's another really powerful way as well. Yeah. Uh, through breath, through, through breath work, you can really, yeah, connect with the spirit of ecstasy. And by connecting with the spirit of ecstasy, it pretty much heals your body.
0: Now, we as people are actually, we are souls, we are spirit. Mm -hmm. We're occupying this body, you know, for a short while. It doesn't matter if it's 10, 20, 50 or 100 years. It is, you know, it's temporary. So we as souls and spirits are a huge force to be reckoned with. But, and as you said, we need that time to switch off. Is that, do you think, Adrian, of where you're actually reconnecting back to your spirit, and where these trance-like states? Because you know, I've been with many sort of healers and dance around fires and all sorts of things where people try to connect with chanting and whatever it may be. Is this all something that is part of this great desire and longing? to connect back to it with our own soul
1: um yeah i believe so yes um i mean in the in a lot of shamanic traditions they believe in reincarnation um and they believe that your soul uh, your soul is made out of many parts it's made out of your memories it's made out of your destiny it's made out of your personal power um and those parts go go back to where they come from, and then you're you're left with the what you call the the IE, which is the pure awareness, and that's you, the, that's the real you. So it's like the witness behind the the whole experience, if you know what I mean. You know, we have different thoughts, we have different feelings throughout our life, but when we sort of um, when we believe that where those thoughts and those feelings we're actually disconnected because what we really are is where that witness that that's experiencing it all. Does that make sense? And that's the the real part of your soul. And, and they believe that it goes up to the Milky Way and then it goes to a place called Tengri, which is basically a um, place of pure rest, pure relaxation, pure rest. And then you're reincarnated again. And, um, you experience this every night you go to sleep. Every night you go to sleep, you dream. You you go into the dream body. There's a there's a part there's a part where you dream, and then there's a blank bit. And that blank space is a vast ocean, and it's timeless. And so you go to sleep, you wake up. You don't you don't know what time you went to sleep. You don't know what, what time you woke up. And I say to you, how long have you been asleep for? You haven't got a clue because you've. Into this 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 uh, place that's timeless, and you cease to exist. Like every night, every single one of us, when we go to bed, there's a there's a moment where we cease to exist entirely. Yeah, that's that blank bit. It's timeless. Um,
2: How do you mean so, we
1: cease to exist? Well, so when you go to sleep, you, mm, your soul. The, 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 the you, the person that you identify with, you know, the, the you, the I, you know, I am Adrian. I am the I. So you go to sleep and there's a, there's a blank part. There's a part that's completely blank. Yeah. It's, and you can be in that place for six hours, eight hours, 12 hours, and you don't even know how long you've been there. And unless you look when you wake up the next day and say, oh, I went to bed at uh, 10 and I got up at 8. Um, and it's it's a, it's a space, it's the place that's timeless and it's like a vast ocean and it's just timeless. It's just, and that is where you just cease to exist, so to speak, the eye. Does that make sense? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, cease to exist. I understand that this physical body it, is, yeah. is ego-driven because, you know, in order for us, to be uh, upon this earth. We have to have an ego. If we, you know, because we have to eat, we have to, you know, drink and all of that and do the human things. And that's something that's governed by the ego. Um, Because if we didn't have an ego, we could be an angelic form. But um, with the soul, this idea that, so what you're saying is, in, in the tradition of the shamans, is that you go to a place as a soul,
1: yeah the old Altai in the old time tradition so mm. they 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 look at reincarnation as a as a thing that happens physically in our lives and there's a yeah. thing that happens after we die yeah mm-hmm. so so we're reincarnated all the time like during our lives because you know you're not the same person you was ten years ago you're a completely different person right mm-hmm. yeah you know, things change and so you have little mini deaths and rebirths you know it's not the emotions it's not the labels it's just like the witness, you know, it's nameless. You can't really label it anything because you you just can't. Um, They believe that when we die, it travels uh, through the Milky Way and then to a place which is just blank. And then then when it's ready, your mother animal, power animal, will take it to to the nest and then you'll be put in a new body you'll get a new memory you'll get a new destiny you get a new uh, personal power which comes from your family it's kind of the influence from your family and then you're born again and it just goes round and round and round I mean <laughs> whether not
0: so it's never ending or beginning it's a it's a yeah, constant
1: never ending or, or beginning. Mm. so it's, it's like and, and when you think about it because you know who are when you think who am I you know, I'm not my thoughts because my thoughts change all the time. I'm not my emotions because they change all the time. My memory fades away eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, my destiny, wherever my destiny was in this life, well, that gets fulfilled. So you take away all those parts. You know, the only part of you that's left is that that silent witness, almost like that that energy that's that's always been there that has no name. And so, yeah, and, and they say when we go to sleep, we kind of visit that that world, uh, the world oh. of Tengue, when we we kind of have a, a, a glimpse of it. And it's, you know, you go to bed, there's, there's a part where you dream. Yeah, usually like you, you might have some dreams, but the, for the rest of the night, it's just blank. It's just non-attachment, just blank. And then you wake up again. And if you imagine that that blank space was, I don't know, 200 years, you wouldn't know because it's timeless when you're there. And then you, you, you're given a new body, you're given a new memory, you're given a new destiny, and you're reincarnated as someone new. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know, that's a, that's a mind-blowing concept
1: actually yeah, I know it's really hard to get your head around I do get it <laughs> a lot of shamanism- I mean I
0: understand what you're saying I understand yeah. what you're saying um, but I have to ask you mm. put that, pause that thought there because as you and I have both I'm sure met many people um, who are in the sort of healing arts and all sorts of things Um that happen that sort of connect us back to who we really are, who are we really? I I read this book, I can't remember who it was by, and it's like, who am I? And this is the whole thing. I think the madness of this world at the moment is that nobody, hardly, I can't say nobody, hardly anybody is remembering who they really are. Because when you look at the wise people, the sages, you know, the holy masters out there, you know, the really enlightened beings, Mm. they are actually, as you said, timeless. They can move beyond time and space. They can be in 40,000 places just in the blink of an eye. Um, So there must be a level of spirituality that allows us to disconnect, you know, whether that be through trance or prayer or meditation, disconnect to the physical and actually while we are awake, enter into that ocean
1: which is yeah. timeless. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can. You can connect with that, that vibration. It's the highest vibration. So we got we got the underworld, which is the lowest vibration. We have got the middle world, which is Mother Earth, nature. Mm. Okay, that's a much higher higher vibration than the underworld. It's it's op- it's the opposite to the underworld. So mm. you know, rather than being depressed, you're happy. Yeah, rather than being sad, you're joyful. So that's the middle world. The the upper world is um uh, the creation. So when you're creating, when you're manifest, when you're manifesting, and you're creating. You're, you're in the upper world, and that's even higher than the middle world. I know this is quite confusing, but I'm going to try and simplify it in a minute. And then the highest vibration is what you just described then. You're connected to everything, everything is connected to you. Yeah, you are yeah. the Buddha, you know, you are Christ consciousness, if you want to put it, or whatever, mm. Sended master. Um, yeah. And you can connect with that. Um, when you're alive, you can, you can connect with that, that vibration, but it's very difficult to connect with it for a long time. Um, and actually um, the old Thai, in the old Thai tradition, they believe that that is why we keep getting reincarnated because the ultimate goal is to be able to reach collectively to that vibration where we recognize that we're all one and that, Mm. You are a drop in the ocean, but you're also the ocean, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, um, I'm going to ask you a question now. Another one. Have you ever been in love, Adrian?
1: Um, I like to think so.
0: (laughs) Right. So you know that feeling, you know, I think nearly everybody knows that feeling of being in love. And when you're in love and you feel that you're loved back and, you know, you can sense that, then... You are literally, you can love everybody then because you are totally, I think, absorbed in that spirit of love. So everything you do is love. Everything you say is love. So I think we suffer. I don't know. Tell me your thoughts on this. But my belief is that I think we suffer if we are not in this constant union of love, this ocean of love. And anything that takes us further from that loving feeling is what gives mental illness, what gives us grief and suffering. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that?
1: So, yeah, you're right. I mean, so I'm just going to... Kind of like lay a little bit uh, of a map out. So so basically, mm-hmm. the idea is that there's these four worlds that we spoke about. The world that you're talking about is Mother Earth. Yeah, that's the world of love, happiness. But there's these other qualities, these other spirits that are needed. So actually, when I talk about the underworld, it's a place of sickness, and it is. It's a place of suffering. But also, if that wasn't there, you wouldn't have transformation. Because yeah, you need that energy there. You need the spirit of discomfort in your life. Discomfort says to you, "You're hungry, go eat." Discomfort says to you, "You need to get up and start exercising." Yeah, like that's mm. so. These these um these negative spirits are actually they they're not all negative. It's kind of like you need them there for that transformation so that we learn and we evolve, you know, like so things happen to you and then you look back and you go, okay, let's say, let's say you was in a relationship and you broke up and you're, you're, you're crying, you know, you're suffering, you're in the underworld, you know, you, you've withdrawn, you know, you're not socializing anymore. You've gone into yourself. And that's another thing. When we go into the underworld, we always go into ourselves. Yeah. The energy spirals inwards. Um, and what you're doing is you're going inwards. And the reason going is because you need to learn what happened. Okay, how did I get here? You know, why am I here? You know, how, like, what what do I need to change? You know, do I need to change anything? And then from that place, you can then sort of rise up again, you know, back into what the shamans is called the middle world. Um, and so it's important that we have that uh that those spirits, um, because actually they 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 help us to grow and evolve. Um, but what's happening on the global scale at the moment is we're not learning from our lessons. Yeah, if you look at humanity, it's not learning from its lessons. It ne- we need to learn from our lessons, otherwise we're going to keep repeating the same thing again and again and again. The whole point. Of there being um, that energy of transformation is that you learn and then you change. And if humanity doesn't learn, then it's just going to keep repeating the same thing again and again and again. And what and, hasn't it learned? And that's why there is so much suffering in in the world. You know, there's so much suffering in the, in the in the world, and and. And, uh, well, just its relationship with nature. I mean, we're, we're taking, we're making progress, it looks like it, but something extremely slow, slow. You know, we've got to start to understand that we're not separate from nature. We are a part of nature and that we need Mother Earth. We need the animals. You know, they bring us. Joy, they bring us good spirits you know if you sit down in a field and you listen to the stream the stream heals you it helps to heal you you know what, what would the world be like if there wasn't a bird song you know what would the, the world be like if every every ocean and river was polluted and black you know it'd be a horrible place to live in um, and and you know, nature is, is the reason we call it Mother Earth is because it has a very feminine uh, energy to it. You know, she provides you food, she provides you fruit, she provides you vegetables, you know, she provides herbs that help heal you. Um, so she's providing you all of this stuff. You know, she's like, here you go, have this, have that. Um, you know, sh- and, and yet we seem to have become extremely disconnected from our environment. And that's a dangerous place to be in. Because when you see nature as the enemy, you, you we're going to end up killing ourselves, ultimately. Um, and Mother Earth will be fine. She'll just go on and on and on. But obviously it's us that we can't seem to, to learn uh, from 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 our from our lessons, you know, we we've got to change. We have to make. We have to start to change. And um,
0: and what does that change involve?
1: Becoming more. Conscious. I think it, becoming more conscious and aware, and, and just come come to the realization and understanding that, like you are a part of this earth, you deserve to be here. You know, you're you're a part of this this experience. You couldn't ask for a more, you know, what what more is there than being alive? There isn't. If I said you dream of a more wilder dream, I want you to create a more wilder dream than the experience of being on the earth. You couldn't do it. Yeah. It's Mm. impossible. Like you've already arrived. Like this is the temple. You don't need a book to show you the way, you don't need a prophet to show you the way, because you're already in the temple. Like, this is it, you've arrived. Just look around, go into nature, sit there, listen to the birds, smell the flowers, like, <laughs> listen to the string, mm. like, this is it, you've arrived, like, this is what you're looking for, it's here, you're just not paying attention, you know? You just need to pay attention. Um, and ultimately, we just need to, I mean, to develop a, a relationship with nature again. You know, and 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 care, open up our hearts a little bit more, compassion, a little bit more empathy for one another as well. Yeah, that's another thing. I see so many people judging one another, and it's got to stop. You know, this constant judgment, 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 judgment. I see it all the time. I see it with spiritual people um, as well. You know, and they'll judge other people for not being awakened and this and that and. And the more we do that, the more divided we become. Um, We've, you know, we just...
0: I mean, Adrian, with regards to what is going on in the world, I'm not wise enough, I have to say, to... I can just hazard a guess. But I can definitely say what's going on in my world. And I think unless we go inside of ourselves, And in fact, do that, you know, build a relationship with our own self and respect ourselves. We can never do that outside of ourselves because it would be unfamiliar and strange. So I think for me, and this is just my viewpoint, I could be totally wrong on this, is that what the world is showing right now, for me, I have to say on a personal level, is that people are lost. And they, uh, you know, I've spoken about this before, I've written about this, but people are lost and they're looking to some external force, external, I don't know, influence to save them to um you know it's like in the olden times if we say like the golden calf you know you're worshiping something that in fact is actually going to be your demise it's not going to be your savior because the only savior is for you to go back to yourself go back to your heart and connect to that I don't think there's another answer because I know you spoke about prophets and buddha and that and I think they have a place for sure because they came to teach the people and to remind people of these beautiful qualities of love and, and of nature and of being in our true nature. But now I don't see anybody out there that's really leading anyone into the light No, as such.
1: I, um, I agree. And I agree with the, it starts with the inner world, yeah? You've got the, the, because what you've got to remember is everything that's going on is a reflection of everything that's going on within us, yeah? We're we're like a mirror.
0: I believe that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so everything is just a reflection, so, of ourselves, and ultimately we're kind of, um, shamans would say you know we're dreaming this world into being like if we change our perspective and our belief systems then we can dream you know a different world into being you know mm-hmm. like it's all depending on your uh, beliefs um, and your perception of the world and obviously there's you know there's, um, there's quite a few people that sort of just view the earth as this thing just to, uh, it's just resources do you know what I mean that's just Take this and take that, and just um, yeah. And so you're seeing the kind of result of that, um, and it's not working. You know, it's it's, just, it's not a good place to be. In. So you've obviously got to shift that perspective. Um, but you know, the warrior inside, the the, the enemies inside ourselves are um, fear, fear of your your own emotions, your own feelings, um, and you've got to confront them. Uh, closed mind that's another enemy that's within us is having a closed mind because when your mind's closed, you can't learn new things. Mm -hmm. Um, fear of your own power, fear of your own power that's a big one.
2: You Mm. know,
1: people fear their own power, they want to change, they want to do something that they're like poor little old me. You know, I can't do it, I'm you know, I'm just little old me. That sort of fear of their own power. Um, nice. So it does. It starts. It does start within us, and we have to confront these enemies that are within us first. Which is, like I said, fear of your emotions, your feelings. That's, that's most of the time. That's the past. Um, a lot of past stuff. If you've got a traumatic childhood, you've got to, you know, deal with that. Look at that. Um, heal that. Uh, fear the closed mind. Having a closed mind you know, keep an open mind so you can learn new things and fear of your own power, you know. How powerful can you be if you followed your dreams and really done what you wanted to do?
0: So how do we do that? How do we let go of this fear, Adrian, and and grasp our power back? Because in a way, we are somehow... I think in a trance. Yeah, and we are. If you look at people, if you look yeah. at everybody, we are all in our somehow in our crazy trance, you know, me included. You know, there are moments when we're all in this sort of I don't know what place. And that's not helpful. And that is actually going to be the demise of humanity.
1: Yeah. We, there's no doubt about it. You hit the out on the head there. I mean, I'll, I'm going to talk straight up. Um, with yeah. you, we, we have been do. we and and sometimes I feel, well, oh, should I say this or should I not say this? But actually, we are we are under a mass hypnosis, we've been under a mass hypnosis for a long time. We're, we're in a deep trance, and a lot of that trance is is coming from our TV sets and, uh, and, our, and our phones, and, and we're just hypnotized by everything that's on these devices, and we've become completely disconnected from our outside environment, how many of us go outside at night and look up at the beautiful stars every night? I do. <laughs> oh, you do? Well done, I that's do. good. Yeah. yeah. So you, you do, right? And but how I, get does the,
0: I get the gist,
1: yeah. How does that feel?
0: Fantastic. You know, every single night without fail, it's my thing since being a child. And I look for the stars, I look for the moon, and sometimes it's cloudy. And no matter where I have lived in the world. I have always done that because somehow looking to the skies, it just reminds you that you are part of infinity.
2: Yes,
1: and do you know what? If you speak to most people, mm. they will say that they get the exact same experience. Mm. Mm. So when I said about um, you know these kind of like elements, like working with the elements, it's the same thing. You sit someone next down next to a roaring fire. They're going to start to feel the same thing, the same as when we all go out and we look up at the night sky. Most people start to think, "Ah, oh, what am I worried about? I'm just, do you know what I mean? There's, there's such something so much bigger than me." Yeah, do you know what I mean? And all yeah. these little problems that are going on in my and so we we're we're connecting with the um, the environment and we're receiving these feelings and and these kind of information if if, if you want to call it that, we're we're Mm. receiving the same kind of information, you know, go sit um, with the ocean. How do you feel? Like what kind of information do you get from the ocean? You know, like, and where we become so sort of hypnotized and entranced by this kind of circus that is the media, um, we've become disconnected from this, these organic uh, technology, if you want nature.
2: Mm. And
1: um, yeah, that's one of my tips for for beginning your healing journey is to just reconnect with, with nature, reconnect with Mother Earth, go for a walk, sit down, just, just reconnect, start to bring, introduce, you know, the elements in, back into your life, looking up at the night sky, um, all these things, and you you connect with something else, and it's so powerful. And it's beautiful, and it's amazing, and it really does start to heal your, heal you, and, and heal, heal, heal your soul as well. That's another thing. You know, you feel mm. your soul getting nurtured and cleansed
0: when you do that. Um, That's important, isn't it, to have respect
1: for one's soul? Yeah, because you think about all the things that you're exposed to on. Through the TV, through social media, you're you're constantly being bombarded with images, with just all sorts of things, people's uh, life stories. But actually, you don't need to carry all of that. We call it spiritual baggage. You, yeah. you don't need to carry all of that. You know, it's a lot of stuff to be taken in, and it's um, you know, there's a huge uh, desensitisation. Uh, happens you know when you're exposed to violent images all the time like you do on the news and that you're constantly Mm. exposed to that Um, it's you know back in the day most people if they saw someone being shot you know they would be really distraught and like wow we've got to do something about this you know what I mean and and now you Mm. see it on the news and it's oh it's just another person shot or whatever it is you know and our souls are becoming desensitised um, and this has been, you know, once you start to connect with nature, you'll start to recognize and realize what is good for you and what isn't. But the first step is to reconnect with nature. I spent pretty much four or five months in nature. And when I was in nature, um, there was no one to call my name. There was, um, you know, no TV, no nothing, and it was like I was in paradise. I felt like I was in heaven. (laughs) You 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 have said such
2: an
0: incredible line there, Adrian. There was no one to call my name.
1: There was no one to call my
0: name. What a line. What a line that is.
1: There was no one to call my name. So even that label, you know, Adrian, so yeah. Basically, what happens is it's almost like your identity starts to change because you recognize that you're just you're a part of it all, you know. And yeah. And there's that's that sort of these labels that separate us all the time as well, right? All these different labels. I had an experience that was beyond I I don't know how I could describe it because it was I had an experience where I was able to look at everything without attaching a label to it and it was like I was experiencing magic but that's the only way I can describe it um I looked up at the sky now I'm labeling it now but when I looked up at the night sky and Mm. the moon was there but I I wasn't labeling anything I no longer I no longer had a label you know and it was all one and it was like it was like it was pure magic and I was like this is this is magic, this is magic, but we've become separated from it because we put labels to everything, and we've boxed everything up in little neat boxes, and we've gone, oh, this is it, and so we think that we've made sense of everything, um, but actually you kind of, you're not experiencing it. When you label everything into boxes, you actually miss the experience because the labels are actually directing you to somewhere else, if that makes sense.
2: <laughs> I mean it
0: becomes it becomes in a way nonsense yeah, yeah even to to label things because they are vibrating at their own speed and at their own energy and somehow when you lose that um attachment to this world and enter into that state you become part of everything that is vibrating
1: yes there is no, it's almost like the inner and the outer mm. uh, world merge. That's the only way I can describe it. It's like a yeah. merge. Um.
2: It's like
0: music, isn't it? When you're listening to music and um, let's take classical music just as an example, or, um, somehow you can get moments where you are totally transported somewhere and you become part of that music everything else ceases to matter to exist mm. and you are just part of that moment with music
1: yes yeah and then you return and you go oh, yeah I've got a body and my name is Adrian oh I'm here oh.
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that oh yeah? I've got shoes on
1: yeah, I've got see, oh oh, I'm hungry. I've got these bodily
2: sensations. I've got nice. eating.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so weird, and it's like, um, oh well, who who am I today? Oh yeah, you know, I'm Mimi or I'm Adrian, and that's the role I'm playing here on Earth. But it is all really momentary, and um, in fact, not really reality.
1: No, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, this—I mean—I could sort of talk for hours. I really could, because there's, there's so many uh, amazing experiences that, that you can have when you step outside the box a little and start changing your. Perspective. But you're going
2: to
0: come back again, aren't you? And um, we're going to talk about that if you know you do me the honour to come back and share some of those experiences.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that—that
0: that would be wonderful to hear, because you know when we hear um these types of things but give us if you can if you if you wouldn't mind um give us one experience so that um people can get a taste because sometimes when you hear something from someone else that they've experienced it can remind you of something that you had forgotten that's beautiful and magical
1: so you want me to give an, ex- sorry, is that again?
0: Yeah, if you if you could give us yeah. something um, that you would be kind enough to share with us, something that in your life has been transformational as an experience that you can share, something magical.
1: Something magical.
2: Um, yeah. Well, I mean... Kind of. My
1: my my life is quite magical, to be honest, because I look at everything as a form of magic in, in a strange roundabout way. Um, but I had an experience. I did have an experience once, but this was on um, this was on ayahuasca, uh, which mm-hmm. is a visionary plant. So it was uh, induced. But I I went to a place where. It was unconditional love, and I hadn't felt that. I hadn't felt unconditional love in. I don't know if I if I ever felt. It. I mean, look, the way that I felt it was just to every cell of my body, and I cried my eyes out because that experience of love was so powerful. It wasn't. I don't. It wasn't earthly. It was something which I would say that's the closest that I've got to, to say, a God. You know, you know, when you say God loves you unconditionally? Yeah. That was the closest I think that I've ever, ever, ever been to, to a place like that. And it was pure, unconditional love. And everything, everything my whole life didn't matter anymore. All that mattered was love and it brought me to tears and even days afterwards when I thought about that experience um it would just bring me to tears and I just went around saying I'm loved I'm loved, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> loved. <laughs> love and it was yeah, I mean, talk it's, it's about a transformational experience. A bit like going back to when you say when you're in love, when when you've ever been in love, and then yeah. kind of, it's a lot easier to to kind of spread that love, I suppose, because you're in that vibration. So you're in that, you've got that spirit with you, and, and so it's like ah,
2: and yeah, it was
1: um, it was powerful. And even today, when I think about that experience, and then for those of you that don't know what ayahuasca is, basically, it's a plant, it's a visionary plant. It's been used in the jungle for thousands of years. Um, And it's a healing plant and it's used to help uh, people confront their fears, uh, traumas, uh, and it basically heals you. Um, But my experience with it was uh, I basically went to this place that was uh, beautiful. It was all different. It was like beautiful reds and pinks. And I saw these beings that came forward and they started waving at me and winking me and they were like welcome they were basically welcoming me back they were welcoming me home that's Mm -hmm. the only way I could describe it um and I just felt like yeah like I was home and that I'd left everything behind on earth and it was almost like don't worry it's all over all that stuff on earth is over now you're home now and this home is unconditional love and it was like wow and I just cried my eyes out for days and as I come to I had all these people around me and you're right you're right <laughs> so I cried my <laughs> eyes i loved i loved you know I was really crying I was like and that's exactly the healing that I needed at that time as well
2: which mm-hmm. was mm-hmm.
1: you know um, amazing um, because that's what I needed I, I needed to reconnect with, with with the spirit of unconditional love and that's, that's why I got that experience it's very very powerful extremely powerful um but uh for me the one, that sounds
0: me, amazing
1: i think for me the best the best um vibration for me is is what we call the upper world so it's like it's when you're creating when you're when you're taking you're connecting with your head and you're you're taking ideas and images and then you start to manifest them and you start to create them Mm -hmm. that to me is really that's when I feel like I'm uh, in alignment you know that's when it's like yes you know this is this is what you're meant to be doing or or this is and it's a very high vibration you feel amazing because you're you're taking you know the non-physical you're turning it you're materializing it You're, you're making it into the physical so that when I'm connected with the upper world, so to speak um, that's yeah that's when I think i'm I'm that's the best vibration for me that and and uh, mother Earth, you know when I'm love love harmony, happiness, joy and then when I'm creating when I'm manifesting that's powerful when you when you start to manifest and you start to see you know things coming at the right time and you know that's a really really powerful feeling wow you know you have this ability to 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 take things out of out of your mind and manifest them I mean you literally are a creator it's
0: a wonderful feeling and for people out there that are listening Adrian what could you give as some tips to start this journey of reconnecting back to themselves?
1: Okay, so the first thing that we, I mean, first thing we teach people, or I, I teach people specifically, is how to pray, and it's not how you can talk. Um, it's not like you beg. You know, a lot of people in the West, they say, please, please, can I have this, please, as if you're somehow undeserving of it. Um, that's very disempowering, like, you, you are des- deserving of, of an amazing life, everyone is, and um, so the way shamans pray and I have to say like this has been noted in all different um, different places around the world even though they weren't connected is you put your hand on your heart mm. and you um, give thanks to things that you have in the present in the present moment and you say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much, thank you so much and I'm smart Heart right now. And as soon as you do it, you feel your heart activate. You'll feel it powering up. I kid you not. Anyone can try this. You will feel your heart start to expand. Yeah. And I believe that this is the this is my belief. I believe it's the magnetic field. Yeah. And you're expanding it. Um yeah. and you say, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh and it could be anything from the present. It can be friends, it can be material things. It doesn't really matter. It could be your health. It's just things in the present. And you say thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. That much. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to do this uh, amazing podcast with this beautiful woman because uh, it gives me a chance to talk about things that I'm passionate about. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right? Uh. And just list three or four or five things a day in the present that you're grateful for. And then the important part is to, to um, say why you're grateful for it. So thank you so much for this because... Yeah. That's that, that gives it extra power and you can change. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling sad, I don't care how much you're, you're, you're suffering. If you do that, if you do that in this moment, I promise you now you're going to get better. Yeah. That's, that's my, my promise. I promise you, you can, it doesn't matter where you are. You know, you can be suicidal. You can be, put your hand in your heart, start to list things in the present. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. List the reasons why, because I mean, in, in the, in the shamanic tradition, you know, you would say, thank you, mother earth, because mother mm. earth is the present moment as well. So it's like, thank you mm. mother earth, so much for this, this, because, and that is just that, that will, yeah, that will begin your healing process immediately. Um, and you'll you'll start to get better. And then the next thing is, um, just go out into nature. Go out to nature. Um, go for walks. Become enchanted again. Become enchanted with the magic because it is all magical. So just step out into nature, become enchanted. Listen to the stream. Don't just walk past it. If you come across a stream, stop. Close your eyes and listen. Um, yeah, if you come across loads of birds singing, stop, close your eyes, listen, 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 listen. Yeah. And nature will begin to heal you. I can promise you that. Um, there's been studies, you know, nature walks boosts our immune systems. They literally boost our immune. The whole COVID thing came out. The first thing i had done was went went straight into nature every day. I was in nature. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and you, and, you know, if you spend time in nature, it's, it's, just, it's the equivalent of, you know when you get out of, hot bar, out of a hot bath? Yeah. you like, oh, you feel like that. You feel so relaxed afterwards. It lowers your cortisol. It lowers your stress levels. Um, and it's free. You know, you do not got to pay for this. Like It's out there. You've got your prayer. You've got nature. That will help heal you. Um yeah, it's... Uh, it's
0: revitalising, it. isn't it? it it's yeah. like a new wind of life.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's all there for you. It's yeah. like, and then it's, you know, it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. you just got to make the effort and, um, and go out and connect with it. And connect love
0: yourself it. enough. To give yourself that respect to start this journey.
1: Most people feel that they they're a bad person in one way or the mm. other, mm. and because bad things happen to people, and sometimes people do bad things, basically their soul they can't feel their soul anymore, and it's it's almost like they're covered in a in a mist, you know, and yeah, yeah. Everyone has a beautiful soul. Everyone has a beautiful soul. You've, you know, you've got a beautiful soul. You was born with a beautiful soul. The world might have brought negativity to you. It might have brought traumatic experiences, um, but you was born with a pure soul. And we all was
2: true.
1: Um, and you know, you don't you don't come into the world negative. You come into the world as a beautiful little baby, a bundle of joy. Um, and unfortunately, you know, the world can bring negative experiences to you, but you are not those experiences, you know, and, and reconnect with your soul, you know, and nature helps to do that as well. Like nature helps you to reconnect with who you really are. You start to feel that you start to feel, um, good again, you know?
0: It's very true. It's very true, Adrian. because I know that I'm a great fan of nature. And for me, it has saved my life many a times because it just makes sense. It makes sense of who I am, of the world around me, of everything, whether it be the sky, whether it be the woods, whether it be the streams, whether it be indeed the mountains. It's something that is a reminder energetically of who we are and also a reminder I feel it always reminds me of what my purpose is
1: yes actually one of the best things you can do if you're struggling Mm. to know what your purpose is or your destiny um fasting okay fasting is really really powerful fasting and spending time out in nature and you will receive your destiny you'll receive it I promise you that you'll receive your destiny. Um, fasting is a really powerful healer when any animal gets seriously sick or human being Mm. we stop eating and the reason we stop eating is because when we fast our body eventually goes into this state I think it's called autography, I think or something like that and -hmm. basically it starts to um, the cells start to renew yeah Mm. so it's um, really powerful but also what fasting does is it connects you with something that's really powerful, like something that's um, higher than you. You might want to say, like, I don't know, your higher consciousness or something. Mm, mm. And you haven't got the distraction of food in the way. um, Something happens, something really powerful happens. And if you go out into nature as well, whilst fasting, you're going to be a really clear uh, channel. You're going to be really open and clear. To, to information from nature. And it's the perfect setting, I believe, to receive your destiny, your calling, whatever that may be. And it might just come in the form of an image. It might come in the form of just a knowing, but you know, you're, you'll receive it one way or the other, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'm a great believer also in fasting because I think that at that point of when the body is not busy, with trying to work with what you have eaten, talking very simplistically now for people to understand, it has the ability then for all our cells, everything that is within us to be raised on a higher level because it becomes more receptive. You know, all of that is out of the way and you are then able to receive, and especially as you say in nature, the message and the antenna is clearer, and you can receive the messages, I think, far quicker. Yes. Than when you're sort of, well, I've eaten this or I've drank this, and you know, and you feel all stodgy or whatever, yeah. you know. But when you are, you can be crystal clear in your mind when you are on, you know, I believe in intermittent fasting. I don't know what you think about this, but um, because it really does detox. On so many levels, the body and the spirit.
1: Yeah, I mean, shamans um, always fast a lot, lot, and um, it's one of the the quickest ways to to um, to connect with that kind of higher consciousness um, mm. and. Uh, sometimes they'll do like a 40 day fast which obviously is a lot for a beginner do you know what I mean Whereas, mm. I mean I, I haven't even managed a 40 day fast but sometimes they'll do a 40 day fast or sometimes they'll do a week fast um, or sometimes they'll do one day on one day off just for, for a small amount of time mm. um, I recommend fasting to everyone obviously uh, intermediate fasting like you were talking about is a lot more accessible for, uh, for the West you know because yeah. Um, we are sort of running around like headless chickens most of the time. Um, But you know what's interesting? Uh, You say to someone, I want you to skip breakfast. And they'll (laughs) go, oh, no, I can't do that. can't do that. You say, well, I can't do that. No, no, I can't do that. Well, that's what we um, (sighs) – that just goes to show how much fear is – uh, is around because it's true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's breakfast. Yeah, but I've been told that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's like, well, actually, yeah. studies are showing that you know you don't need breakfast, that you you can function extremely well, if not better, without it. Um, no, 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 no. I've got to have breakfast. Well, that's fear, you know, and and that's also attachment. You know, fear and attachments come hand in hand you know.
0: um... Yeah. Yeah. It's very true actually, because I don't know if you've heard this story, but it was the story of, um, and apologies to people who know this story and I'm not, you know, relaying it back, but it was about the ego and how, you know, the ego, they say that the ego shouldn't ride us, but we should ride the ego. And that's all sort of, you know, all the, the great masters of time have said that. And, it's talking about food because, you know, the base desires are all with the ego and um, it would, apparently the ego was put in front of God and was tested. And it said, you know, am I your Lord or are you the, the Lord? And the ego would each time say, well, I am, you know, I'm the best, you know, there's no one better than me. And it was put through fire like thousands of years through fire. And it was asked the question, who is your Lord? Is it me or is it you? And it would would consistently fire, water, sleep, whatever. Who is your Lord? And um, the ego would say, well, it's me. And he went through thousands of years like that. And then finally, God said, apparently, I have to say, I have to add, "Um, you are not to eat. And the ego is in total shock. And it said, you're not going to eat now. And the ego became very subdued. And it said, now you are going to fast for 7,000 years. The ego fasted for 7,000 years and came back again. And God said, who is your Lord? Is it me or is it you? And it said, you are. Because it realized that it's powerless and it's, In fact, food or whatever we feed, you know, you were talking about your spirits Mm. earlier, whatever you feed, um, whether that be food or drink or emotions, that is what you give power to.
1: Yes, absolutely. And the other thing that that's what, you know, the difference between us and animals is um, animals sort of, you know, when they're hungry, they eat. And yeah. what, what we're able to do is say, I'm hungry, but I'm not going to eat. I'm going to mm. fast." An animal can't do that. We can. Now that doesn't yeah. mean we're better than the animals. I'm not saying that. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is that, that that shows that there is a higher consciousness. There is a higher, um, you know, awareness that we can actually be able to overcome our instincts you know, and say, mm. "Oh no, actually, I'm going to fast. You know, I'm going to do that." So we have the ability to, to 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 do that. I mean, that's incredible, right?
0: Yeah, I think that's incredible. Um, power of the freedom that we have as a soul to be mm. able to have been granted that that we can say, "No, I'm not going to eat," or "I'm not going to do that." I suppose that also comes through self mastery and mm. self discipline.
1: Yes. And that's the other thing that fasting teaches you. It, it really teaches you how much willpower you have and how strong you really are. And that's mm, a powerful, mm. valuable lesson. Um, True. Especially, yeah. Especially if you're lacking in uh, willpower. I mean, that's a great way to start. A great way to start is to start a little bit of fasting, you know, skip breakfast. Um, and you, you get through that and you think, okay. And it kind of like gives you a bit of a boost. Uh, well, if I can do that, you know, that maybe I can do that project that I've been putting off for so long or whatever it may be, you know? Um,
0: I mean, health permitting, of course, because there'll be people out yeah. there who simply can't because of their health. Um, Another, sorry. No, wait,
1: sorry. go
0: ahead. Yeah, but, yeah, go on. Yeah, um, but a lot of illnesses can actually be cured through fasting, can't they? Yeah,
1: as well as mental illness as well there's studies that that people that have had bipolar and depression and schizophrenia and all sorts um this is quite i think uh might be the 1950s or 60s these studies Mm -hmm. quite old but um yeah studies have been published and people have been cured of these things i was just talking about illness i just want to say that herbal medicine is effective (laughs) yeah um i I, I have
0: to hear this what you're going to say now i'm intrigued what you're going to say
1: and that always keep an open mind when it comes if you, you know if you get ill keep an open mind do your research and look into herbal medicine because honestly there's herbs out there that are absolutely amazing if you've got anxiety, if you can't sleep, there's certain herbs that are so powerful that work. And a lot of people think, oh, yeah, but how can it? You know, this is where we've become so disconnected. How can it? You know, it's a herb, it's a plant, it's chemistry. You know, it is chemistry at the end of the yeah. day. Um, and I'm a, I really am, I, I from the hand on my heart, I truly believe that there is a herb for everything. Uh, uh, honestly I re- I heard for I'm
0: honestly. in that club as well Adrian I've, I totally believe yeah. that for every illness there is a cure yes. apart from death I mean apart from death yeah. then,
1: um,
0: then that's destiny I suppose that's another story altogether yeah. but um, you talk about anxiety I just want to ask you people uh, through the ages have had anxiety and especially now this whole fear um, Thing that's going on I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm scared I'm scared of this I'm scared of this I'm scared of that I'm scared of that um do you have any um sort of herbs that you could recommend at all
2: yeah first
1: of all I just want to talk about the nature of the spirit of fear so the spirit of fear there's two, two types of fear mm-hmm. one is small fear which is instinctual Yeah. So it happens in the present moment. So it's like, okay, there's a lorry coming in the road. I need to step out of the way. Yeah. That's your instinctual fear. And we say that that comes from mother earth because she's trying to protect the creation. Yeah. Um, And so that's why you've been given that gift, which is your, your instinctual fear. Um, And then you've got big fear, which we say comes from the underworld. Uh, And this fear is, it acts like a prison. Yeah. So rather than uh, helping you, it hinders you. So it could be, I really want to travel the world, but I'm afraid that the plane's going to crash or I'm afraid of flying. So what what, what does it do? It stops you from, from ever traveling. the world. so it acts like a prison or I want to get a relationship, but I'm afraid of having my heart broken. Um, so it stops you from getting into a relationship. So there's two types of fear. There's this small fear, which comes from other earth. It's instinctual. It's there, there to protect you. And then there's big fear, which comes from what we call the, the underworld. Um, and it acts like a prison. So it stops you from, from living your life, so to speak. Um And most of the time, that fear will come from the past because it's connected with the underworld. So it's coming from the past. It's coming from experiences that you've had in the past. It's not coming from the present moment. Um, As for anxiety, the best herb I know, uh, I've used it myself. So it's called ashwagandha. I love that. Yeah, ashwagandha is mm. – it works from the GABA receptor sites, the same as uh, these pharmaceutical drugs do, um, but it's a plant. And, mm. um, I mean, I think – Non-addictive. Maybe, non-addictive. Mm. Probably the worst side effect could be maybe upset stomach if it, if it doesn't agree with you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it, – another thing I want to say as well is my friend um, – He worked in the Royal Pharmacy of London, and and he was explaining to me um, the pharmaceuticals. Obviously, that they have their place, um, but they work almost instantly, which is why we we people tend to want that because it's like I want I want it I want it You know, like whereas the herbal medicine can sometimes take a little bit longer to kick in, but that's because it's working with your system. It's not shocking your system it's kind of like gently you know maybe like up in your brain chemistry or whatever it may be um but yeah so the herbal medicine um ashwagandha it lowers cortisol it lowers stress hormones uh, it releases uh or it binds to the GABA receptor sites, I can't remember which one, uh, which basically means that it, it relaxes you and it's an anti-anxiety. And, and there's loads, of the, you've got the herb of enlightenment, uh, go to cola, that's another beautiful uh, nice. herb. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what about got- natural antibiotics and natural um, immune um, herbs that help protect the immune system?
1: Uh, I think I think is good for your immune system as well, if I remember rightly. Um, Mm. But also turmeric, I believe turmeric is um, is good. That's a favourite, yeah. Yeah, turmeric is really good. Um, There's honestly, it's we're we're lucky because we've you know we've got information at the tip of our you know in our hands. You know, everyone's holding this Mm -hmm. device. You've got the uh, the choice now to to do your own research and you know look into it you know look at the studies read the studies um, and yeah there's there's so many different herbs you know all you've got to do is type in uh, herbs that boost your immune system you know and it will come up a, a load of a load of stuff but With the immune system, remember, nature boosts the immune system. Going for walks in nature, the trees, um, that that helps boost the immune system. So Mm. getting out and about, um, going to bed at a reasonable time, you know, basic stuff. I think there's, I read somewhere, um, said if you go to bed early, doesn't matter what time you wake up, you'll feel refreshed. But if you go to bed late, doesn't matter what time you wake up, you'll feel tired.
2: Um, Yeah. Uh,
1: In my own experience, that's true. mm. You know, I go to bed at midnight and have a good eight hours, but I'll wake up and I'm still tired. If I go to bed at 10, uh, wake up at five or six, I'll feel refreshed. Mm. You know, you want to go to bed as as you're getting tired, as you're starting to feel tired. Um, But yeah, so remember, anxiety is just coming from fear and it's coming from that, uh big the big fear, the irrational fear. And that would that would be something that that's happened in the past. Um some sort of trauma maybe, something that's where it's stemming from. The the irrational fear is coming from an experience that you've had in the past somewhere. That's why when when I teach people shamanism, you know the first thing we do is we we claim we heal the past. You 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 go back and you heal the past. Um and you Look at uh, things you may have lost. When someone suffers a traumatic experience, they might have lost their the spirit of courage or the spirit of confidence. You know, let's say someone uh, had an accident and they've now got an extremely visible scar, you know, across their face or something. And before that accident, they were confident. After that accident, they're no longer confident. So they've lost mm-hmm. that spirit. So it's my job to then reconnect them with that spirit, that spirit of confidence. Um, and so we have to cleanse our past. We have to get going there. Don't be afraid to look at the dark. Don't be afraid to face you know the darkness, the uncomfortable emotions. And then we cleanse that. And then we start to raise your vibration up and up and up and up and up. And up. Uh, back into the present um connect you with 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 uh, nature with love with harmony um with beauty and then we can start concentrating on your future the upper world uh, you know what you want to manifest what you want to bring into vision your destiny you know and all those things um a, a good symbol is the tree the, the, the world tree or the tree of life you know the underworld is the roots the branches uh mother earth is the present so the underworld is the past the branch is uh sorry the trunk sorry not the branch the trunk is the present and the the branches are the upper world the future past present future and Mm. you're always in one of those worlds you're 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 either in the present creating your future or you're fully in the manifestation process and you're creating and manifesting and you're in the upper world you know when Mm. you're suffering Um, you're in in the underworld you're in the past it's all to do with the past
0: Now as we come to the end and we could talk for ages because it's so interesting Adrian but unfortunately as we come to the end of the episode I want to ask you about um, where can people get hold of you and Receive these um treatments and that you can help them where can where is the place that you can be contacted
1: um i have a page on uh facebook called pure shamanic dreams my um a facebook page is Agent great there uh i've got an instagram page oh my website is also on my facebook page um and what's yeah. the
0: website address
1: uh, I believe it's, do have got pure shamanic dreams.com. Um, mm-hmm. It should be on my, my Facebook as well. Um, but what my plans are I'm just finishing filming um, a course which basically explains everything um, the map, um, mm-hmm. the inner map, which explains the underworld, the middle world, the upper world, and, mm. and the height vibration. Explains all the healing techniques, um, everything. Yeah, everything you need to know. So I'm just finishing that course off. That'll be ready um, by next month, Uh, and then I'm going to travel around England um, because of the whole COVID situation. Mm -hmm. I was I was traveling when the whole COVID um, situation happened, and Mm -hmm. I had my drum with me, my shamanic bits, and I was just doing healings as I went. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, so because of that, um, I'm probably going to be in England for a little while and I'm going to basically be holding some more events and workshops and stuff like that. So that will be advertised on my uh, website, my Pure Shamanic Dreams uh, page. Um, and, yeah, so... Yeah.
0: So there's a there's a plan there, but people can also... Um, contact you for a one-to-one healing a one-to-one session is that right i
1: I am doing online healings which are um really really good actually really Mm -hmm. powerful um i prefer to do one-to-one healing in nature um Mm -hmm. but obviously because of the whole pandemic thing i've Mm. kind of had to go online but it's actually worked really really well like really really well um, Excellent. Which is nice. Um, yeah, that's
0: very good news that, that people are yeah. interested yeah. as well, you know, in their own sort of health and well
1: being. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Adrian. You're welcome. You're Thank welcome. you. It's been so fascinating and so interesting to talk to you and for you to share so much of your knowledge with it's everybody. Very-
1: it's very complex. Uh, well, it's not. It's not that complex, but it's hard to talk about. It. It's, it's so much more easier to sort of present it with uh, images, and uh, mm. you know, like especially when I'm talking about the shamanic map and the upper world and the lower world and yeah. stuff like that. Because a lot of people probably think, "What the hell is he talking about?" But trust me, it all makes sense when you see it symbolically. Mm. You're like, "Aha, I get it," and then you can start to kind of. Yeah, I understand it a little bit more. But yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. And um, yes, I hope you've learned something or got something from it. I've
0: definitely learned loads. And I'm going to think about um, the things that you've spoken about because there's a lot to be said. And it is very intricate and it's very deep, what you spoke about. And people can sort of dip in and out of it and go according to their own realisation of life. You know, it's not something for everyone that's listening. You know, sometimes when we're given all this sort of wisdom and advice and information, it can be overwhelming. But it's, you know, it's something that you don't have to listen to all at once. You can sort of dip in and out of it and go back to it because that's how we learn, isn't it? Everyone learns at a different pace. But I ask my guests this, Adrian, always, a couple of lines from you that's helped you in your life to you know tell people out there not to lose hope in life. That's an important one.
1: So this is what I'd say: if you're feeling, um, you know, if you're if you're down in the underworld and you're feeling what's what you know what's it all about, and just remember that you have a beautiful, beautiful soul, and I promise you now that there's always always a brighter day if you you know if I can get myself out of the underworld if I can get myself from where I was um to where I am now then you know there's hope for everybody and yeah don't give up do not give up you've got a beautiful soul you just need to reconnect with it again don't lose hope remember we're on a journey, we're all on a journey, all our souls are on a journey and we're here to learn. That's it, we're here to learn our lessons and we're here to grow and evolve and we're here to to hopefully reach uh you know the highest state of consciousness, collective consciousness eventually. might take a few lifetimes but hopefully we'll get there. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but as you we said, we're not coming back, but never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might not get a choice in that. But thank you so much, Adrian, really um, beautiful, really. And it fills me with joy to listen to somebody who is so connected with their own spirit.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah. yeah. Come again,
0: mind. come yeah. again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, and um, share some maybe some more tips and sort of recipes and, you know, for a happier, joyful and, you know, more conscious life. That would be beautiful.
1: Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. That's That's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's your prayer. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) All right, take care. All
1: right, that's a love. Seriously. And you, bye. 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 Adrian Great
0: Bear. Always fascinating to hear people's experiences of the journeys towards reconnection with our soul. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I wish you beautiful moments and wonderful times. Until next time, take care and lots of love.
2: Thank you for listening to
1: Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website,
2: www miminovic.co.uk